Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast, inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. So this is a very special episode for me. It is my 100th episode interviewing local entrepreneurs, influencers, and business owners and hearing their stories and being inspired by them. So for this episode, we did a live taping in front of about uh, 50 people audience. And so I had some great co-hosts interviewing me, Brian Wood and Christine Gardner. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. It was such a fun time, and it was so great to have multiple previous guests attend and to be able to see everybody and network and just really enjoy each other's company. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did participating and in it and recording it. So enjoy the 100th episode, and here's to 100 more. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody feeling today? We are so, so excited. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is the 100th episode. Let's hear it. So I'm Christine Garner. This is my co-host, Brian Wood. And all of you know Renee. All of you love Renee, I'm sure. And we are just so excited to be able to interview her and get to know why it is that she started this incredible journey. So everybody, let's stand up and give Renee a round of applause. Well, that was fun. I don't think my mic's on. All right, we can be done now. I don't think my mic. Oh, it's on. It is on. on. It is on. Awesome. Look, you got to trust these guys. They know what they're doing. Well done. Way to go, Andex. (laughs) Way to Andex. (laughs) Well, um, as Christine mentioned, my name is Brian Wood, and I work at Wood Funeral Home, and I am totally out of my element. Um, Whenever I'm conducting a a ceremony or a group like this, (laughs) not everybody is smiling the way you guys are. Uh, I talked to Philip Philip Jenkins on the way in, and he immediately said, "Oh, you're not at a funeral with me like usual." So, anyway, that's where I'm used to seeing people. He gets so, out, guys. Like he's actually got a personality and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to be a funeral director, you have to have a sense of humor. Otherwise, it, it's not going to work. But anyway, we're grateful to be here today to, to celebrate Renee. And for starters, before we jump into the questioning. We also want to recognize those that have taken part in her journey uh, to help her reach this 100th episode that she's doing today. If there are any of you that have been on her podcast, we would invite you to please stand up at this time. Come on, let's stand up. Yeah. Pretty good group. Yeah. yeah. Okay, for all of you, Thank you, whoever's sitting down, just know I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we uh, thank you all for being here today. This is a cool time. And uh, Christine and I are so grateful to be able to celebrate this with Renee. Yes. And we have like 100 questions, but we're not going to keep you guys for all 100 questions. But <laughs> um, we're just going to pick and choose. And um, hopefully, 
we ask all the right questions that you guys are wondering too. So um, my question for you, Renee, is what motivated you to start East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast? Right, like it was, um, it was completely out of my realm. I'm, I'm a registered nurse and here I am starting a podcast. I'm not a techie by really any means. And so <clears throat> what had happened is that, um, as probably you guys know, my husband and I own Oswald Service and Repair. And we had just, yeah. Kevin's in the back there. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Um, so we had just decided that we were going to build a second location. Well, that was a big deal, you guys, because we've been in business for like 80 years in downtown Idaho Falls. And here we were branching out into Rexburg, Idaho. And, and don't ask me what research and everything we did, because we didn't. We were like, hey, let's just go to Rexburg, Idaho. And so we knew we had a clientele here. We'd built our building here. People followed us over from the little two-day service station. And it kind of sunk in like, well, crap, you know, we don't have a whole bunch of people in Rexburg that are gonna come to our business. And so um, Kevin knows, like when he gives me a challenge, it's kind of like, you know, he throws down the gauntlet. I'm like, well, it's I on. will own that, right? It's on. So um, we were talking about, I, I'd been working in nursing for gosh, 29, 30 years. And I'm like, honey, I think I, you know, I feel like I really wanna be more involved in the business and help. And he's like, well, one, you have to replace your income, which is fair, right? Because I'd been in nursing for quite a while and it wasn't like I could just leave. We were used to this. And he said, so we've got to get Rexburg up and going and you are in charge of marketing. So get busy, you know, make us some money and then maybe we can get you out of the nursing career. And I'm like, okay, I'll take that. So I happened to be studying a lot about marketing and listening to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk. How you guys, are you familiar with Gary V. Yes, there is a curse-free version in case you want to listen to him. Really? And you, yeah, it's like 20 seconds so you know. long. Yeah, it's like 20 <laughs> seconds long because everything else is beep, beep, beep. Um, but he wrote the book, Crush It and Crushing It, and I was studying these. And he talked about, you know, having yourself in multiple places and podcasting kept coming up. Well, I've been listening to podcasts since 2016, and one of my favorite podcasts was How I Built This by Guy Raz. If you guys have not listened to it, I see, see some heads shaking. It's such a great podcast because for one, he gets to interview amazing people. Not that I didn't, because you all are all amazing, but these guys are making you know gojillions of dollars and they're well-known names all across the nation, like Starbucks, you know, those little things. So he would tell these stories and I just loved to hear these origin stories. It also kind of, uh, one of them that was really poignant to me was Five Guys. I don't know if you guys have heard of yes. Five Guys, but they were on How I Built This. Best and it's a family ever. business. And this guy started it with his sons. And it was it, I sent Kevin episodes all the time. And I'm like, you've got to listen to this one because it's about a family business. And this is, it, it, it's, we don't sell burgers, you know, but we have these kids in our business. And it just was so powerful. And I don't know, you know, some things have happened in my life that I call divine intervention. And I think this one was one of them. I'd come up with a few ideas and one day I was driving in my car and, and it just was like, you need to do a podcast and you need to copy Guy Raz because clearly that, that works and you know, copying is the greatest form of flattery or whatever they say. And so I'm like, yeah, who's telling East Idaho stories? And there really wasn't anybody. You know, there's somebody in Northern Idaho that does this and in Boise area, but there really wasn't anyone here. And I, I was like, this is it. This is what I'm gonna do. And I didn't have like this fantasy that it was gonna be the one great thing that would bring us business. I didn't really know what we were gonna get from it, to be honest. 
Um, but I thought, I, you know, it was just like, just do it. I just had this impression to do it. Um, we have, part of our name is Oswald Service, right? Service is in the name. It's because Grandpa Crockett started the business in 1939. He was the guy that came out with the little hat and the bow tie and pumped your gas with the gravity-fed gas pumps. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we don't sell fuel anymore. We were the last full-service gas station in Idaho Falls, by the way. That's Kevin amazing. was out there with his little squeegee, you know, pumping your gas. But Yeah, um, Kevin! He got tired yeah. of that. <laughs> and we were like, no more. But we kept the name service, and it's really meant, it's been a powerful thing to us. Customer service is so important in our business, and this felt like an opportunity for me to be able to represent Oswald Service and provide service to not only business owners, but to our community. And so there's lots of reasons why it actually ended up happening, but the real reason was selfish because I wanted to work more in the business and not so much in nursing. So really, it's not... It's not that inspirational. It was all selfish. It's all Girl, good. I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired. Is anybody else inspired? <laughs> I just love that you, you know, you had this idea and you went for it. Because how many times in life do people have an idea and it just sits on the shelf, you yeah. know? Yeah. So way to be. Like, I just, I'm amazed. It is a little crazy. You know, I look back and I'm like, what business did I have starting a podcast? <laughs> like, what the heck did I even, I didn't know what the heck I was doing or what. Uh, and I would tell people, there's some individuals here that I used to work with, and you know, and they're like, you're going to do what? I'm all, yeah, I'm starting a podcast. Okay, you know, like, go ahead, crazy. Um, but no, <laughs> heck, I'm doing it. And so, yeah, it is, it is kind of crazy that it happened. And I think one of the things that has helped me be successful is I wasn't paralyzed by perfection. So many of us get paralyzed by perfection. It has to be so perfect in order for it to be out there because I'm worried about y'all judging me. Well, thankfully I'm at the point in my life, I don't really care. You can judge me all you want. <laughs> and I know sometimes my sound quality isn't the best or you know other things. It's a story and that's, you know, take from it what you want. And that, that helped me to be able to execute it because I just did it. Yeah. I love it. That's I, so awesome. I think it's awesome too. Um, at the end of this, by the way, if any of you have questions that you're holding on to, you can throw them our way yeah. as well. We'll, we'll open but it up. Just to dig a little deeper into this, um, I know for me, I think I was podcast number 55, if I recall. Woo! 55! Yeah, that's right. That was the number I was hoping for. But The world was caving in at 55, right? right. Mm -hmm. But there were some um, unique things about the day that we had our podcast. We actually met at our crematorium. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. On... Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th, yeah. right? Now, seriously, it wasn't Scary. like I looked at the calendar and said, let's do Brian Wood on Friday the 13th. But it happened that way, and I was like, yes, okay, we're totally out. keeping it. That's right. <laughs> anyway, that day the sound quality was great. There was no. <laughs> I know there was no ghosts or anything in the background. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, by, by Podcast 55, I didn't feel any bumps or anything in, in the Thank road. You. But as far as your journey, what have you learned, or some? what are some of the surprises that you've seen? or experienced along the way? Oh, it's such a powerful question because, um, and I probably will get a little emotional because really what I have learned is that you guys are awesome. Like I can't believe all of the things that are happening in East Idaho and the work that you all are doing. And, and what I've also learned is that people are pretty cool. Like most of these people did not know me and I'm calling out of the court, hey, I'm coming, I would, will you be on the podcast? And you let me in, like you let me in and you told me secrets and stuff. And so that was like crazy to me. And so just being able to, 
I, you know, I spent I spent 27 years working for Ermac in a brick building where I thought the world revolved around, right? And so I didn't even know. I didn't even know this was all happening. And to be able to get out and and to be a part of the business community and to get to know you and um, I, 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 it, it's hard for me to really articulate how powerful it's been. And I have 99 best friends. I don't know if you know that you're my best friends, but I'm promising you, like if, and I know, I mean, I'm not kidding. I know if I called any of you guys, you'd take my call for one, and you would help me with whatever I asked you to help me with. And that's just like, you know, I, I just pinch myself because I can't real, I cannot even believe how privileged I feel to be able to be a part of your life. And I've, I've learned again, how awesome individuals are. And you know, you're like, well, how did you, why did you even do that? Well, ask them, you know, ask, look in the mirror, you know, why did you guys do what you did? We just do it. And so it's just been fun to be, to learn and see. I don't know that I've really been surprised about anything other than, you know, the fact that y'all let me have these conversations with you and share your secrets. Like Christine's episode was so powerful. I don't know if you guys, mm have listened to hers and, and she'll share, but you know, that was like a surprise just because it was so raw and vulnerable and wow. I mean, it was just, it just blew my mind. It was scary. <laughs> I think one of the gifts that you have though is asking hard questions because I feel like, okay, and, and, and her, podcast was the very first podcast I had ever been on. And, and let me tell you, when she invited me, I pushed it off for months. The night. Months. It was like, yeah. yeah. And then she, she'd email me like, Christine, you about ready? And I'm like, mm, yeah, about maybe next club. <laughs> and when I finally jumped on board to do it, I wasn't expecting to, to share as much as I shared. I mean, there was a point in the podcast, you asked me a question. It was a, such a simple question. Okay. She had been to my workshop like the month prior, and she asked me why it is that I was so, so like on fire and had such a passion about helping people create the best version of their lives. And I dug deep and I was like, it's because when I was a child, they told me that I was going to die at a young age, that I would never graduate from high school or go to college, have a family or career. And so when I, because I was, I was raised in a doomsday cult. And when I left, I was like, oh my gosh, like I could die tomorrow. They could be very right. I could die tomorrow, but I'm going to plan out and live my best life today. And um, so in the, when we, she was interviewing me, she asked me, well, how did you get from Portland to Idaho? And I was like, Cut. We had cut, to stop the cut. show. We literally yeah. had to stop the show because I had always told the same lie, but I knew I didn't want to lie on tape. <laughs> I knew I didn't want to lie. And the lie was that my mom just had a friend who lived in Idaho and the friend invited my mom to come and live with her. And so we came. But the truth of the matter was my mom had met a man who proclaimed to be a prophet of God and that the world is going to end in a few short months. And so if she wanted to survive and if she wanted to save us kids, that we would need to follow him. 
And that's exactly what we did. But I had never told that story. And I didn't go even, so we stopped, we stopped and I was like, I can't talk about this. And she's like, it's okay. You don't have to talk about it, but if you'd like to, we can record and then I will send you the, the version, the full version a week before and I'll edit anything out that you want me to edit out. So the day she sends me the episode, I listen to it and I'm like freaked out of my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like, do I, what parts do I have her edit out? And then at that point I was like, you know what? What if this helps somebody? What if them hearing my story helps them to escape a life, not just of fear, but you know, living a life that they feel like they're insignificant or, or maybe being in a marriage that is, has been so abusive or, you know, like there's so many different things in life that we can be escaping. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to hide this anymore. She was super brave and she put it out there. And then she was Very. like, I got to unfriend my mom and my sister so that they don't see this. You know, like his whole family is still family, here. I got to block y'all. Right? <laughs> and I really did. Anyhow. Um, but, but it really was poignant because now this is like, Christine talks about this clearly, you know, out and, and shares the story in a lot of different platforms. And so, again, I felt so privileged that she trusted this forum to be able to say it. I mean, she was ready to talk about it, but it just happened to be that show where she was able to say it. And so that kind of stuff, like, right? How, how privileged was I to be able to be a part of that? Just cool. That's awesome. But yeah, her, her talent is really, she asks the hard questions. And she'll tell you, she'll edit it out afterwards. <laughs> but I might, you don't want but to. But I might be lying. Because, you know, <laughs> I have it on tape then, so. <laughs> but here's one of the things. I do feel like, in a way, um, and, I, and I don't want to get corny with this, but I've been prepared for that, right? I've, I've been in healthcare for 30 years. I've interviewed hundreds of people over the course of my leadership in healthcare. Interviewing, and that's one of the things when I thought when I was going into this, well, you know how to interview people, you know how to talk to people, so just go and do that. So again, it, I, I'm so grateful for the experience that I had because it has made it easier to be able to have those conversations with you. We're just, I'm just getting to know you and that's easy. Yeah. You're awesome, I love you. <laughs> Thanks. So how else has it benefited your, your business? Yeah, well, isn't that funny how things kind of happen? I didn't, um, again, we didn't have any really preconceived ideas about what this would do, but we I started recording in October of 19, no, 18, I don't know, sometime, sometime in the past. It was 18. And so, it was 18. Because okay. I was episode number 39. And, okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. Thank you yep. for telling me that. Mm -hmm. So in about February, I think, of the following year, I got this email um, and I thought it was spam because it was like, hey, we're a TV show and we're coming to East Idaho and we're looking for businesses. And I'm like, yeah, and for $10,000, I can be on your show, right? This is what I'm thinking. And so I kind of looked at it and I, I looked up the show and I'm like, well, this is a PBS show and seems legit. And so I reached out to the producer who had sent me this email. Well, the way that she found us was this, you know, she looked up East Idaho business and East Idaho entrepreneurs had come up. And so she was reaching out to say, tell me some businesses that maybe we could interview because the show is called Startup, it's on PBS. And they were coming through Idaho, they're doing kind of Western states, Idaho, Utah, I can't remember everywhere they went. Um, and 
she said, we're looking for businesses. Who would you recommend? And I'm like, well, I have one business I would certainly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> and I'm like, but we're not really a startup. And so I pitched it to her and she took it to her team and they were like, yeah, your story will be great. So Oswald Service and Davinia Water were able to be featured on the show Startup, which is a national show shown on PBS. And Gary Bordeaux, the you know, I mean, he came out with his whole camera crew and interviewed Kevin and the team and myself. And so here we are, this little, you know, ma and pa repair shop in East Idaho, one of two businesses in the entire state that was featured on this show. And the reason that they did Divinia was because I said, this is a great story and you should also interview them. So like, again, um, that was an amazing, you know, thing that we had no idea. We did not see that that was going to come. But I did kind of have a feeling when, when, I, when we were launching this, and I remember telling Kevin, I don't know what doors this is going to open, but I really feel like whether it's for me personally or whether it's for the business, that this is going to open some doors for us. And I look again, I look around here, and, and so many of you are customers of ours. Now, I don't know if that was before, if, if you were before, but you are now. And so that's awesome, right? So I know that I know that people are more aware of Oswald Service and the um, and what we provide, whether they're customers of ours or not. You don't always need automotive repair, right? But hopefully when you do, we're we're a little bit top of mind. And just to be able to be a part of again this business community in East Idaho has done our business tremendous things because, you know, I look around, I'm doing, we do business with several, uh, you know, organizations here because now we know them and, and I probably would not have had that opportunity before. Um, we're, our son is getting married and um, he's like, yeah, I need, you know, we need this. And I'm like, oh, well, I know so-and-so. And, -so. and oh, well, we need this. I'm like, oh, well, we can hook you up with so-and-so. And, you know, Kevin's like, yeah, she's got friends. You know? So I think that's what's done. You know, I've got new friends. I have 99 new friends now that I get to have. So that's, you know, it's, a, it's affected our, my personal life and it's definitely affected our business. And I, I got a little pressure from Alan Reed when I interviewed him because he's like super marketer. Like this guy, that, that's his lane, right? And he's like, well, how are you monetizing your show? And how are you showing how many people are coming in because they're listening to the show? And I'm like, I don't do any of that. I'm not doing any of that. He's like, well, shame on you. You should be doing that. And so I got kind of a lecture and stuff. But that really wasn't the intent. Um, you know, I guess we could put a special on every show. And if you come in and mention it, we could track all of that. But it really wasn't, that really wasn't what it was meant to do. It really was meant to be a service yeah. for you to tell your story and you to tell your story and for other people to be able to listen, whether they're in business and wanting to maybe do their own business thinking about it and, and want to be inspired by your stories. Or if they're consumers of our products, you know, or our services, listening to us, realizing that we're human. Because I think a lot of times as business owners, we get perhaps perceived like we're independently wealthy and we can do anything that we want. And, and what they don't know is that we're sweating it in the kitchen, wondering if we're going to be able to make payroll. And so to be able to hear um, that, you know, we're all just trying to do the best we can and take care of our families just like they are. So I think that, you know, different audiences have been drawn to this for different reasons. And that's what I really, really had hoped. So the side stuff that's happened with the business has been great. By the way, I'm not working in healthcare anymore. So yes, that worked. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, 
I, I think it's beyond what I even can imagine. Well, I want to touch more on, on that specific. So when you first started talking about it, you said, I might do this as an opportunity to maybe open a few more doors for our business so people can think about Oswald's. But then towards the end of that, you explained that you felt like it was more a service <laughs> to, to help other people know about what's going on in the community. We had a meeting, us three, a week ago or so. And one of the things that really stood out to me about this, for starters, is that you started in a service industry and your husband and his family too, and me as well. And so really your grassroots, your desire is to help others. And I think jumping into podcasting, it isn't just to strengthen Oswald, it, it, it's to help others. I mentioned to you, you know, when I'm on a flight, it, it, people outside of Idaho, if they don't know anything about Idaho, they say, okay, well, farming, potato farming. But if, if they're from Idaho, they're like, okay, so maybe I, you probably work at the INL or, <laughs> or you work at Melaleuca or Ermac. No, we all we all work hard in our businesses. And I, I think one of the things that you've done has really brought to light the hard workers and those those folks in this community that have started these businesses and work hard. And I really want to recognize that about you today specifically is that I think you really have done this for others. Thank you. Is there any more light you want to shed on that? I mean, did, did it did it actually kind of start out as, oh, this might help Oswald? Or was it from the get-go? You're like, I just want to recognize and learn a little bit more about these people. Well, I think initially, you know, it was like it, it could help our business. And so that's why I was studying so much about it. But then when I dumped, jumped into it, I was like, this really isn't about us at all. This is about the stories that I get to tell. And, yeah, I've interviewed, you know, um, you know FinFund CEO Eric and, you know, like mm -hmm. I, uh, Chris Taylor from Fishers. And I'm multi-million dollar businesses, right, that – um, are really, really awesome. But these guys have the same story that all of our little places do. And so it, it really wasn't about um, saying, you know, here's how you can be the next bajillionaire or whatever. It was just, we're all in this together. One of the things that Kevin and I struggled with in taking over the business when we did, um, we felt very alone. Like, we're the only ones going through this. Everybody here knows what they're doing. And they're looking at us like, why are you guys running a business? Because you don't know what the crap you're doing. <laughs> and I felt like that. I mean, I know some people call that imposter syndrome or whatever. But um, I, what was like, fascinating to me, and I mean, I was almost like aghast because I would talk to people and they were maybe one step ahead of where we were. Nobody has it figured out. I mean, Perhaps there are a few of you that do, but when I talked to you, what I heard was none of us really have it figured out. We're just doing the best we can every day to serve the people that we serve in whatever business that we're doing. And that was so powerful to me because I'm like, oh, I guess I guess we are the we are the shiz, right? We know as much as anybody else does. So, you, are um, you know, I, I, that's kind of how I felt. It was like, OK, we're all in this together. We're really all going through this journey. And and I'm not judging you any more than you're judging me. We're just trying to do the best that we can. Um, so that was really cool to kind of be able to learn that. Awesome. Great answer. Love that. So how do you choose your guests? Uh, well, depends on what they pay me. And then no, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't, I don't take bribes mostly. But um, you know, I really try to look for businesses that are doing, you know, small businesses, businesses that are doing something creative. I've kind of picked on poor, you know, like I don't want to talk to any doctors or dentists or, you know, healthcare professionals. And maybe it's because I have this post-traumatic thing. I don't know. But 
I look at them and I'm like, your path, even though you're a business owner because you own your practice, it's not, it's not exactly the same. And so if you're going to talk to me, um, be doing something, you know, that's a little bit creative. I'll pick on Mike Infinger, right? There's a whole lot of individuals out there that are selling insurance and I love them all, but the stories might get a little redundant, right? In this, in this genre. I interviewed Mike because he was doing something unique around entrepreneurs of Idaho with his Facebook page. And so, um, you know, there's just situations like that where, um, you know, if you have a story that is um, interesting and inspiring, I want to tell it. Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't necessarily exclude people, but sort of, kind of, you know, yeah. like I love all the realtors out there, all of you. I interviewed Jen because she's doing um, the Love Yourself Project, you know, so there's just some things that maybe set the individuals apart that I feel are inspiring. And so but it doesn't mean that, you know, like apply on my website. There's a Be Our Guest page. Get in there and let's talk. Okay, your website. What's your website? Everybody write this down. If you guys want to be a guest, make sure you write this down. It's really complicated. EastIdoEntrepreneurs.com. Although entrepreneurs yeah. is hard to spell. I understand that. <laughs> Entrepred. That's Especially how I do it. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> there's a tab on there that's Be Your Guest. Be Our Guest. Okay. Be our guest. So awesome. Cool. So here we are today, 100 episodes in. What next for you? What does the future hold for the podcast? Well, I feel like I've only just scratched the surface. Um, you know, there's so many more individuals that I want to talk to and that I know that are out there that I should be talking to. So who knows? Like, I, this is the first hundred. I'm going on. Like, we're just going to keep doing it. One thing I think maybe we'll do, we'll see. I'm toying with the idea. Andy and I were wondering how this was going to go for the live episode because we might on a quarterly basis bring back a few guests because stuff has changed in your industries or in your businesses since the last time we talked to you. And so it'd be kind of fun to get an update on how's it going. Last time we talked, this is what was happening. And so maybe have two or three guests and do a, a, something like this. Just have them come back and tell us how they're, how they're doing. So we'll see. So cool. far, you guys have behaved yourself really well, and this is going <laughs> nicely. Awesome. So it could happen. Um, and anyway, so that's if you have ideas about what you want to see with the show, I'm always open. Cool. I love that. Who would come back? Who would come back for the second one or the next one? Yeah? Anybody? Okay. For the guests, I Good. hope that you would. Yes. You know, I want to ask you, but at the same time, I almost want to like open it up, but I might. I think that might open up a little bit too much like Pandora's box possibly. But I really want to know what kind of impact your show has had on your guests. Because obviously for me, um, it has made an incredible impact and, and, and I'd, I'd love to know how it's impacted your guests. And so I don't know, do you want us to maybe share <laughs> a few that you know of or do you want to maybe let people raise their hands? Well, I think your story is the most powerful, you know, when I think about and your show is the most downloaded. I think that it has been the, you know, the one that has been very um, poignant for people. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how it has affected the guests other than that, you know, now we're best friends. That's pretty important. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, what, how, what would you say, Brian? I don't know if it really affected your business, but it was an interesting time when we had your interview because it was like the week everything was shutting down for COVID. And you think about the funeral homes 
you know, when I went to interview him, I was like, are you prepared for hundreds of dead bodies? You know, I mean, because that's where we were, right? I, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and he was just having to tell people they couldn't yeah. do funerals. But we had just barely, we were still numb from the big plane crash. We had two big plane crashes just at the very end of the year. And we were still like coping with that. And then a couple months later in March, um, it's like, okay, the, the whole health department calls us up. You're going to be one of the first businesses that has to restrict because you guys have big gatherings. And so, um, but you came in at a good time. I mean, just to t try to think about that, you know, I uh, talk about it with my wife who's here today. Hey, lovely. Um, <laughs> talk about it with her and other people, but it's nice to be able to talk to someone else that has an industry that may be affected by, by people, you know, being able to come out or, or use your business. Uh, I know it was definitely uh, a confusing time. You know, it was so early on. It was, you know, I think, walking down Walmart aisles, you still would try to turn the other way when you pass somebody and like, you know, that type of thing. But but I was really grateful to be able to kind of churn through that with you and kind of think about how are we going to kind of get through this and that you'd been also talking to other people about how they were going to get through this. Um, but um, but I'm glad to say that um, we are at the tail end, at least at our business <laughs> with covid and um, our families are be able to gather together again. And uh, anyway, so things have really kind of chilled out. If you came and met me with uh, with me again, I'd probably be less stressed now than I was. <laughs> you came at like the, the worst. Time. It was. It was like, but, well, but, Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, I mean, it was right. like everything. <laughs> that's was right. One uh, of the things, though, I do want to say about your show and thank you, um, because I think the community was really taken by the plane crash. And, and you know, when I think one of the things I wanted to ask Brian was how, how did you guys, you know, manage this with this poor family and everything that they had to go through? And, you know, again, he was very um, compassionate and kind about how he shared that with us and, and what the impact was on, on his place and his industry and his people. Like everyone, every one of your people were involved in that, right? It was mm -hmm. such a big deal. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly how to answer that, Christine, as far as how everybody was impacted. We could take some time to go through that. But hopefully, even if it wasn't, you know, so much for your business, it was, I, I again, when I was practicing nursing, I felt like I was kind of in, and just go with me here, but in a little bit of a selfish profession. And why I say that is because I would get so much more from my patients than I felt like I gave to them. Um, and I feel like that's kind of how this is. Um, I don't, maybe you guys didn't really get much from being on the show necessarily, but I, you know, it's again, selfish because I get to come and learn from you and have these great conversations and connections. And so with you, you got it right there, you stop right there. <laughs> selfish, selfish, whatever. Okay. Now yep. I'm going to have to open this up. I want three people. Okay, we're gonna take three people. So raise your hand, three people out there that would like to share just a few minutes on how the show has impacted you. Like what, what changes have you seen in your business? How has it influenced you? How has sharing your story changed you? Or, you know, just tell me, tell me all the feels. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a couple minutes, three people, if you wouldn't mind. And I'll actually, um, while you're thinking about whether or not you'd like to share, I'll go ahead and share mine really quick. So um, at the beginning of 2020, I had started my coaching company. And um, 
she interviewed me in February. But at the time, I definitely was not sharing my background. It was just, I'm a coach because I've been blessed and I want to bless other people's lives and help them. Um, and then when my story came out, I was like, I, I have to continue sharing my story so that other people can can do their best in their lives to live their best life, whatever circumstance that they came from. Because I'm a big believer in no matter who you are or where you come from, you can live a life of fulfillment. And I'm a living testament of that. Um, and so I started sharing my story and uh, my, um, my life has evolved, my business has evolved, and I loved so much of what you did for me that I started my own podcast. So I have a yeah. podcast called The Fulfilled Life with Ming Ming, and it's where I interview entrepreneurs and influencers on how they've overcome adversity to now live a life that fulfills them. And I can't tell you how amazing this journey has been for me. I have made friends with people from all over the world. My podcast is one of the top podcasts in New Zealand <laughs> of all places. Is that so crazy? I've never even been there. Um, but it has helped me to create this incredible network and be so inspired by all these people and their stories. And it's rare too to hear um, about with people that will talk about their businesses, right? Most of the time. And you don't really hear about the nitty gritty, like the really hard hard things that they had to deal with. And that's a privilege that I have because you dug deep. You asked me the hard questions and now I in turn ask people hard questions because that's what really inspires people. Mm -hmm. And so I want to thank you. It has changed my life. For sure. That was my privilege. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Anybody brave? Yes. Sir. Dear right. sir. Yes. Andy. Yeah. So I'm uh, Andy Johnson and episode number 12 is what I thought. <laughs> The first one. Yeah. <laughs> so something that I've been able to do uh, as a listener of the podcast, and it was Brad Barlow's episode that I really enjoyed, it, it was just the level of transparency that he had with you, Renee. And you, and you bring that with every uh, conversation that you have because your heart is in that. So I want to thank you personally for bringing that and bringing that here to East Idaho. Um, but as, as Brad was talking you know, uh, and ha about his transition in radio and really how that affected him on a personal level, you know, it just reminded me, you know, sure, I, I have a business. I do a lot of different things and wearing a lot of different hats. But it's important to always reflect as far as where I'm at personally and what I need to be doing. Because just because I'm the owner and sure, I should do this thing doesn't mean that I always have to jump up in that seat. But really, you know, putting myself first helps me be a better team player for that. So I just enjoy that and, and all of you for being able to be real and especially with the pains and the challenges. You know, it's, it's great when we have our high times and all the glory and, and those things, but, you know, those rough patches is what makes, it's what we have to get through because then we can be able to climb up to those mountaintops. And so thank you so much for all that you do and, and everybody for being part of this. So I'm excited for a hundred more. <laughs> well, Andy's kind of fun. He's going to definitely be one that we bring back because, you know, when we talked, he wasn't in this building. He was renting, I mean, I don't even remember, Andy. It was like 
life has changed for you. You know, now here we are at the West Bank and Andex has a studio and like everything is, it's just amazing to see what businesses are doing. So thank you, Andy. Hey, it's a fun place to be. So I'll make sure to talk in the microphone so we can pick this up on recording. Got Ryan right over here. Oh, 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 okay, yes. Uh-oh, Ryan Jost? Yes, uh, Ryan Jost. I'll brace myself. You're so good. <laughs> um, the podcast has been awesome for me. Um, I mean, I just did my episode, so as far as like... Yeah, what were you, 98? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so as far as totally how being on the show may have influenced my business, it's kind of hard to say necessarily. But um, before, as I was looking into starting my business... I watched and listened to, excuse me, listened to, not watched several of the episodes. And it was really helpful for me going, these are people that, that I know, you know, these are people that, you know, are the same age as me, has similar interest in me, came from East Idaho. Like there's a lot of similar circumstances and they're opening up their business. They're being successful. And so hearing their story and understanding kind of the processes that they went through was really helpful for me just to have the courage to kind of make that leap and, and take that step for myself. So yeah. thank you. Spencer, episode like what, five? What were you? Yeah, right? I know you reached out to Spencer. Yeah, Spencer and Andy and yeah. several of the other like yeah. really early uh, participants. It was awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, who we got here? So my name is uh, Kioa Delos Reyes. I run Lost Tribe Dance Studio. Sweet. Um, I think I'm like episode... 80 or 81 or 82, <laughs> somewhere in the low oh, 80s. Yeah. Um, it's funny because at the end of our interview, she was like, have you been on a few podcasts before? And I have. And my issue is I'm always like too professional. Like I always think what questions she's going to ask me and I have my answer. Um, but at the end, she said, you should start your own podcast. And I was like, in my head, no, there's no way. Like, I don't even know what I would talk about. I don't know if I want to talk about dance. I go home, and I'm like, babe, I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> and my wife is like, oh, no. Another thing to add to your plate. And then she asked me, what are you going to talk about? And I spent a few weeks trying to figure it out, and I do run my own podcast. It's called The Imperfect Dad. And it's about how you don't have to be perfect at being a dad, and everyone looks at it as trying to be perfect and perfection when – we're all going to make mistakes. So I wanted to run a podcast to where I could tell normal dads without me having a, a doctorate or master's in fatherhood that, hey, I got three daughters. I'm making the same mistakes as you. It's okay. And I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Renee. And do I get paid for it? No, and, and, that's not right. the and that's not the reason right. I do it. But to get these messages from random dads in different parts of the nation going, thank you, means a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's that one person. Um, that's it. I'm, I, I have, you know, a little over 20,000 downloads. It's not like the most popular show in probably in East Idaho for sure. By the way, vote for me. In yeah, the yes, best vote, of, vote. yeah. So just, yeah, get that little plug in there. Wait, wait, but, where do we vote? Um, the you post register best of. Yeah, I got nominated by somebody. And Yay! so, yeah. So now it's, um, you know, we, I'd like to be number one. But, you know, I'm the, I know I'm number one.
number one in your hearts, even if I don't get that. You got that. my heart, but You got my where heart. Where was I going with this topic? I don't. I digressed. I don't. I don't know. I'm no, sure it was perfect. Very, very Everybody powerful. Everybody go and vote. Vote. How many podcasters are there in East Idaho? I don't know, but it's growing, and there is a podcast, you know, um, Facebook page for Idaho podcasters. Really? And so yeah, it's kind of fun to be able to see. Oh, I know. I was going to say is you know that one person. Like I said, I have a, a little over 20,000 downloads. So when you think about it, you know, have I had the opportunity or had all of, have you guys had the opportunity to even have 150 people is about average what I get for the downloads of the show. You know, this, this room has maybe 50 people in it. And I think, you know, like 150 people, that's not easy to get into a room and they've heard your story. Plus it's evergreen. It's going all of the time. Um, so anybody who goes back to look for it, and even if it's that one individual that it touches, like that's it. I mean, it's totally worth it. <sighs> yes, and I do have to say, um, I think they say less than twenty percent of podcasters continue past episode twenty, because the truth of the matter is, it's it's actually a lot of work. I mean, to <laughs> um, to vet these people, like let's say you put it out there, let's say you put a post out on East Idaho entrepreneurs and said, hey, I'm looking for somebody to podcast or interview, you're gonna get flooded, you're gonna get thousands of people, right? Then you have to go through and be like, well, do they have a creative story? Do yeah. they fit my niche? Yeah. And then you have to contact them, schedule the time, get them the questions. Um, and some of you avoided me. Yeah, you know, I mean, like how many times did I avoid her? It's a lot of work. And say, are you going to really be on the show? Because, mm -hmm. right, so. Yes, yeah. and then the work starts after you record. Well, you not record. for me. Well, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, you, you and I pay somebody else to edit. <laughs> Thank you, James, who does As an entrepreneur, you can't do it all. Everybody, oh, do, do you edit her podcast? does my editing, yes. Thank yes, you. thank you, James. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, it's a lot of work and it costs money. It costs money for every single episode you publish. And so the fact that you've done a hundred, you've paid for all of this and the work that you put into it, it's just incredible. It really is. So thank I just you. want to thank you. Thank you. Um, to our guests, are there anyone in particular that have any kind of last questions? I think we're going to let Renee have the last word and just, you know, after that, but if there's anyone that has a question or uh, any last thought, um, we, we do want to thank you all. Um, for being a part of this journey with Renee. Renee is so awesome. You know, uh, uh, Christine's so good about just, yeah, Renee, you yeah. yeah. I'm still, I know. I'm still like- This is who you want as yeah. your biggest cheerleader. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm still always in funeral mode. I'm like, why are they cheering over there? <laughs> this is reverent. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but is any, does anybody have any last comments or questions? Um, Renee, we just want to give you the last, but we want to thank you for this journey and for all these people that have been affected. This is just such a small amount of the people that you've affected in our area and outside of our area. Um, do you have any last words kind of for this group here today and for anyone I'm watching? Well, I would just say thank you for that. You know, I think um, it's, it's a little bit hard to hear, you know, because that's not uh, the intent of how this was meant to be. I really didn't want this to be about me. Um, but I just, again, feel um, so privileged to be able to be in this room with all of you guys. Like, this is a power, you know, this is like a power room. I look around. This is, like, amazing. And to be able to be a part of your lives. And, again, thank you so much for letting me um, 
I'm always looking for guests. Mm -hmm. So if you have friends, please refer them to me. Um, even if they won't get on and do the guest proposal, I'm happy to cold call. I can totally do that. So please let me know if there's stories out there that you want to hear, um, things that you feel like could help the show. I'm always open to any of that. But mostly just thank you for being here today. It's uh, it's a little emotional to like look out and see because I really do consider so many of you such close friends to me. and you know, that you were able and willing to take this time to spend here and just listen to us blubber and, you know, whatever. I just really love you and I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you. Thank you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I'll for you. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com.